Hello and welcome to another episode of Dedicated by Faith and today we are looking at one of uh, the five pillars of Islam and the pillar of Islam we're doing today is Salat or prayer and today my name is Asad and joining me today again is co-host Saad Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh as you know, prayer is obligatory in the Islamic faith and we have to pray five times a day. Now, there is an interesting quote regarding prayer. Um, I'll read the entire quotation out. It's from M... I can't even say that person's name. M. Al-Ghazali. M. Al-Ghazali. The book is, is called Muslim Character. Yeah, and basically in here... He's quoted, um, Salah is a compulsory form of worship, which is like an exercise towards which a man is attracted with interest and willingness. He offers it continually so that his life may be free from all diseases and the body may be healthily, may be healthy and strong. Excuse me. <laughs> the Holy Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him, both are open proofs of these realities. When Allah commanded the compulsory prayer to be established, He stated its wisdom in this way. Prayer prohibits obscenity and evil. To keep away from evil, wickedness and to purify from bad deeds are also realities of the prayer. In Hadith Al-Qursi, it is stated, I accept the prayers of the person who adopts the policy of humility with it on account of my greatness obliges my creatures does not insist on sinning against me spending his day in remembering me and is kind to the poor travelers weak and the suffering people now i think that's a very good and beautiful quote regarding how important <coughs> prayers are in the muslim life and how important it is that we should always stri strive to pray five times a day. Now, in this day and age, and I think in previous day and ages, it becomes very difficult to actually practice five times a day. I mean, I'm talking life in the UK, for example. Um, there's a lot of Muslims that you don't see praying five times. And... Most of it, it's like, oh, brother, sorry, I, I've got work, there's no place. Which is, I wouldn't say it's fine, but everyone, I can't say if their intentions are real, because I'm not the one to judge. But I think it is a duty of every Muslim, regardless of any work practice, to try to um, pray at least five times a day. And... Let me state this, it is important that you do, um, because as it being a pillar and as well as being a compulsory, you have to do it no matter what, essentially, right? And is there a sad, is there a way, say for example, if you miss the prayer at a certain time, can you read namaz all in one go or is there certain times like, um, say for example... Fajr, examples, uh, what time does it start now? Is it I think 6.30 or 
Or is it 5.13 in the morning? 5.13 in the morning. Some people read it until 7, right? Or you can read it until sunrise, 20 minutes before sunrise to half an hour before sunrise. Okay, so does that also include all the other azans, uh, namaz? Sorry, not azan. So Zohar you can read up until half an hour before Asr. Then obviously Asr you can pray up until 10 minutes before Maghrib. Then Maghrib only has 5 to 7 minutes. So as soon as Azan's happened you can pray straight away. And that's the shortest namaz which is the time. And then you have Isha which is obviously up until midnight. What most people tend to do nowadays, because in winter as you're all aware that the time is very close by, so namazes are happening exactly an hour later. So you got Zohar at 11.45, which is about 12 o'clock during the day. Then you have Asr around 2 o'clock. Then you have Maghrib around 4 o'clock. And then you have Isha around half 5, 6 o'clock, I guess. Um, no. What most people tend to do is they pray Zohar and Asr together. And then they pray Maghrib and Isha together. There's no harm for that. This does not give you the opportunity to sit back and ease off and say, oh, you know, can do that, I'll do that. The best and the uh, way of Sunnah is to pray when the namaz, azan has happened, obviously. So pray, so, according, pray your salah according to the times it's happening. Don't ease back and just relax and think you can pray together and it's your job done. Okay, I've got a question for you, Saad. What happens when you actually miss the namaz? Obviously, with situations like that, obviously, nowadays you obviously working in places and obviously there are public toilets. Obviously, the conditions of salah are that you have to be completely clean and purified. Yeah, and obscene um, yourself, right? Exactly. Um, as you're all aware, obviously, public toilets are used by everyone, and obviously, there are circumstances where you can't keep your wudu for long or there aren't facilities to do wudu. Um, in that circumstance, what you can do is um, you can pray your namaz, but it's done as qaza. So basically, when you qaza, you don't pray the full namaz. You only pray the fard, which only is... Qaza only happens on fard namaz, not the whole entire... For example, if you're reading Zohar, you'd only read four fard and two sunnah. And that's your Zohar done for your qaza namaz. Okay, so how would you do your intention when you do your niyat? You would say, like a normal intention for the namaz, you would say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. I intend to perform Zohar Salah. I intend to perform Zohar Salah, um, one I have missed. So, in basically, your intention and your niyyah can be done in any language because Allah is Almighty and He understands every single language. For brothers who don't know English as much, I'll repeat in uh, Urdu. Niyat kato is namaz ki charakat namaz farz Zohar kaza. Now, when Islam started, there wasn't five times praying. And how many were the beginning to begin of? Let's just talk about the history this of Islam. This whole journey of namaz, it started on uh, what we call in Arabic, Al-Isra wal-Miraj. So, in other words... Shabi Miraj is the night when namaz was gifted to the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It started from 50, namaz, 50 rakats of namaz. So the, the whole quantity was 50. So and when 50 sun, sunnah? 50 namaz. 50 were, so that time you had to read 50 namaz. Wow. So 
just let's let's just imagine it. Uh, before we carry on, yeah, let's just imagine praying fifty times a day. That's in technically our, in our lives, right? So, um, that would pretty much take up almost the entire day, if not all of the day, right? The whole day. So, okay, so that's quite interesting. And uh, carry on with your story. Then it's reported that when Rasulullah sallam was invited by Allah subhanahu wa taala to Sidratul Muntaha, which is the level after obviously this world where only Sahabas and Rasulullah went on this uh, journey of Al-Isra wal-Miraj which is obviously the night of ascension and then Jibreel Amin asked Rasulullah that if the Ummah can't pray 50 namaz what should they do? Is there any way this can come down? Then Rasulullah went to meet Allah and he requested to lower the namaz then Rasulullah sallallahu came down and told Jibreel, I mean, I went to Allah and I requested and it's come down from 50 to 40. Then again Jibreel, I mean, said to Rasulullah sallallahu is there any way this can come down? Because I, I, I still think it's a bit too much for the Ummah. Then again Jibreel, then again Rasulullah sallallahu went up on the same journey of uh, Al-Isra wal-Miraj to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and requested to bring the namaz down then it came down to 25 and then again Jibreel Amin asked Rasulullah sallallahu for the third time to go and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the namaz down then Rasul, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Rasulullah sallallahu that I'm going to make five daily prayers uh, to your Ummah and then obviously when Rasulullah came down I think no it wasn't five sorry it was one more digit before this it was one more what, level six? down oh, you after mean 25 ten. It was, I think it was 10 or something like I can't exactly remember but um, when they came down so Rasulullah went to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala four times to bring the namaz down and then when Jibreel I mean asked Rasulullah to go again Rasulullah said that I have no I, I, I do not wish to go again because if my Ummah can't pray 50 I bring I brought it down to 10 then Rasulullah when, when it was at 10 they went again and this uh, it was commanded that it would be 5 times then uh, I believe Jibreel Amin asked Rasulullah to go again and Rasulullah said if my Ummah can't pray 5 then that's I, I, I don't know what they're going to do because five is more obviously you can pray it's, it's easier so Rasulullah said I'm not going to go it's going to stay at five so it, from 50 it went down to five and Alhamdulillah obviously today there are many people in this world who pray five times namaz and know do the nuafil which is tahajjud and all this ishraq and chas mashallah that's part of ishraq and chas I'll just go by it's like ishraq is before Fajr and Chash is after Fajr, so around after sunrise, basically an hour after sun, you can pray Shrak, which is obviously two, it goes up into 12 rakats anyway, so you count in twos. But that's how the journey of Namaz happened. MashaAllah, you can see the beauty of this. <coughs> I mean, how much of Rasulullah went to Allah and for his Ummah to bring it down? So, this is a very beautiful history lesson and a story of what Rasulullah. And you can see how important 
prayer is as well as how much Rasulullah has put so much into his ummah and give him so much. So I would recommend, brothers and sisters, that you should be reading, if not try to read five times a day. And The easy way about it is start from one, then obviously slow and approach to two, then go three, then four, and slowly, slowly, inshallah. With the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I believe you'll make your target to five times a day. And once you start doing it, it'll become your habit. You'll know it's something missing from your rota. Well, that's a very good point. You're starting one, uh, start with once a day until two a day until three, four. Would you say, or just carry on as much as you can? Um, it's never too late to start uh, reading and praying. And there's also benefits for yourself. Um, praying uh, deepens your spirituality uh, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it, it gives you a more meaningful presence in your heart and listening to the words of Allah when you're praying um, it just enlightens your spirituality it makes you more uh, of a good person it kind of cleanses like I mentioned early on it helps purify of evil deeds. Um, if, uh, I can give you a quote from Ibn al-Qayyum described the feeling as what the competitors are compete for. It is nourishment for the soul and the delight of the eyes. If this feeling leaves the heart, it is as though it is a body with no soul. MashaAllah. That's how... Um, what do you say? That's how prayer and reading is so good for you. It it not only cleanses your body, but you also cleanses your mind and your soul. And ultimately, brothers and sisters, um, the more you pray, the more you are in tune to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala oneness, and the more you will go in that you will go down to the right path you will see that your actions, your deeds and virtues have more meaning. You will have more of an excitement. You will have a smile on your face. You will feel more cleansed. You feel your soul is being washed. And ultimately, I think that's what everybody wants to do, is to achieve that enlightenment where they just please Allah. And it's just that beauty of the prayer. I, I cannot stress this. The beauty of this prayer prayer. It's so important. I guarantee you, if you start praying five times five times a day, inshallah, you would notice a difference in yourself. Your family will notice a difference in yourself. And I would recommend going to the masjid if you can and read it there. It's more swab and but it will also give you more of an opportunity to meet new people of your fellow Muslims who are practicing five times a day. You will meet and you will uh, interact with them. You will. They will spread their knowledge with you, and you can ultimately spread what knowledge you have learned from them via the proper research and to others. And I think this is what the beauty of the prayer is. It not only brings us together, but it also gives us the peace and tranquility, and it gives us the knowledge, which I think we should. I think in this day and age, I think 
this is where we're lacking. I think modern day society, I mean, we've got uh, apps that tells you what time the azan is. Um, I've seen people read the Quran on the tube with their shoes on and they're just reading, which uh, I wouldn't say I'm agreeing with them. I would, if, if, I, that's a different topic, but I think in order for you to be more closer with Allah, I think you sh- uh, prayer is a must. Prayer is a necessity. It is the five pillars of Islam. Like my brother Saad said, it was from 40, right? And it's going down to yeah, I just five. wanted to clarify one thing. I didn't mention it was 50, but um, it is actually 40. And each time Rasulullah went up to the heavens to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, it was brought down by five each time. And then obviously from 40 it came down five, 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 and it came down to the last which was five times a day. And it's stated that if um, if you pray five times a day, the reward for it is worth 50 namaz. So imagine how much imagine what the reward is so you pray five times a day and you get the reward of 50 namazis alhamdulillah it's, it's, it's a big blessing obviously it came down each time and then obviously um this will happen on like i explained before on the night of miraj i'll give you i'll give you one example i think they'll be interested in. You know? like in my previous podcast i did mention that i went to umrah right and I'll be honest with you, prayer there is completely different. I mean, as in it felt different, like to my normal prayers. Um, one example I can give what it felt like was I don't know how it felt like my soul was just in a different place. It felt like the surrounding when everything was just tranquility. I felt that. I felt like my heart, my soul, my body was all in peace. Uh, I can't describe the feeling, but when closing my eyes whilst in uh, in salah, it felt so beautiful. It felt like there was a higher power whilst I was praying. It felt like I was more connected and it, it felt so good. It felt like a wonderful feeling that something that was just filling my heart and yeah I've since I've come back and praying it, it's felt like that I think prayer generally it just it just cleanses your soul I can't explain it quite well unfortunately but what I can say it has made me more tranquil it has made me more calm it has made me well, more of a Muslim <laughs> compared to what I say when I was not reading before, but you shouldn't. You should always try to seek the advice of the Prophet peace be upon him at what it says of the Quran, and you should always try to follow uh, the examples of the Prophet. As well as Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and praying. Um, 
And the reason why we've decided to put this podcast today, I'll let my brother Saad explain why we're doing Salah today. Saad? We were trying to explain the importance of Salah and how it is part of your belief. Um, like my brother has mentioned as well, that today this podcast is or it's about namaz but it's also important because today is the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rasulullah sallallahu came into this world on Bara Rabi'l Awwal which is the 12th Rabi'l Awwal which is today um, uh, obviously as you many know the Sunni Muslims around the world are held, holding gatherings in commemorating the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in gatherings like this, we commemorate the miracles and the incidents in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu And we try to implement on the life and the lessons and the morals and the guidelines that Rasulullah sallallahu has taught to the Sahaba that have been with Rasulullah um, As you all know, that Milad Sharif is one of the months where we express our love and our um, closeness to Rasulullah by holding Mahafil obviously reciting nuts in the praise of Rasulullah listening to the speeches of ulama which highlight the life of Rasulullah from the time they went from Makkatul Mukarma to Medina which is basically Hijrat is there anything else you want to mention before I go on to a couple points um, that's about it I don't think there's anything else we would like to discuss. Um, thank you for listening to this short podcast. Um, as we stated before, we are Sunni Muslims. And if you do like this podcast, please follow us. We'll be great. We greatly appreciate it. And we we'll look forward to you for the next podcast, which will be, uh, I think, Zakat, right? Yeah. Which is charity. So look forward to seeing you guys there and assalamu alaikum. Jazakumullah khair for all your time. Um, inshallah we'll be back with another podcast like my brother said Zakat. Till then, <coughs> pray as much as you can. Read as much as Durood and Islam in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal as you can. Pray as much as good deeds of Durood you can in the bargain of Rasulullah sallallahu so that on the day of judgment when our accounts are being opened our book is full filled with the love and filled with the praise of Rasulullah I pray to Allah that may he give you the strength and your families the strength to organize mahafils gatherings and commemorate the miracles of Rasulullah may Allah bless you all abundantly and keep you in the blessings of Rasulullah wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh